Hi, someone. Hey, Meral. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Hey, coconuts. <laughs> yeah, hello, coconuts. How is everyone? <laughs> Let's pretend like Forget a whole classroom of kids just answered. We're fine. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. No, okay. Meral, how are you? <laughs> I'm fine. I'm good. I'm good. I am all over the place, but I'm good. I feel That's like an octopus. Like the best way to live. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm good. I'm an octopus. Things are good. How are things with you, you someone? How are you? Or an optimist? I'm an octopus. I am so not an optimist. I'm a cynical optimist. I think I'm a cynical mm. realist. No, I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> how are you? <laughs> um i'm i'm good too like i'm fine i'm uh, i'm an optimist at the moment Ooh, what is what has brought you to the zen environment <laughs> um okay so is the realization that like some things are just like sort of like out of my control like you know because i'm in like <laughs> Uh, one of those uh, waiting processes in my life like you know where I'm just like waiting for stuff to happen yeah and uh yeah so that's like made me just like I can't do anything so I'm just like okay uh, all right Jesus take the wheel God handle it for me <laughs> yeah I mean what was it it's, it's man proposes God disposes or something it's... man proposes God oh that is so nice I like yeah stole it from my dad yo crochet that on like a pillow or something because that's how much time i have now i'm gonna start crocheting oh my god can i have one as well i never learned yes you know what i i've been really i tried learning it and all i was able to make was like literally like a two line like it was really bad it was just like a little bookmark kind of thingy so yeah I just I I couldn't do it it's really tough actually wow I know people who do it to like relax I feel like it just stresses me out you know those mindfulness Mm. color coloring books like mindful coloring books right yeah they just stress me out Uh, yeah they just it defeats the purpose because i bought them thinking oh i'm gonna relax so much by coloring just stresses me out man just stresses me out yeah 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 no i understand um you know what is kind of relaxing though like knitting is a bit relaxing it's not tough you just follow like a rhythm like a pattern and you just like just and then also like watching netflix is relaxing yeah <laughs> watching cartoons is relaxing and it's like stressful relaxing. relaxing oh 110 but the thing is like <laughs> I feel like it's like stressful relaxing for me like I need to I have things to do and because like I'm already on my laptop it means I can right. do the stuff and multitask but I don't want to bad. right right yeah 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 definitely <laughs> <laughs> all right so what are we talking about today someone <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know i like how sidetracked we got um okay so we're talking about something amazing something that's been uh been uh, on this planet for like a long time now and it's still extremely relevant and hasn't like changed in any way we're talking about the movie mean girls wow. one of the classics of our generation i think and somehow like it hasn't lost its touch like it's literally still represents uh, something you know society in a way it does high school never ends there was a there was a song high school never ends and I remember like listening to it after watching Mean Girls and 
it's just it's so true high school never ends Mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that because I work in a high school it just it never ends but But, see the thing is we all love Glenn Coco and we swoon over Aaron when he says it's October 3rd um and we can't help but laugh when like Regina George is suddenly hit by a bus listen I still laugh at this I know it's happening, but I still laugh at it. Right? It's terrible. But like Tina Fey's it's masterpiece. It's so unexpected. Like when I first watched it. Yeah. That You know that I did not think that they were going to show the main character get hit by a bus like that. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally so unexpected. But yeah, anyways, sorry, go on. <laughs> no, no, that, that's just it. Like, you know, Tina Fey's masterpiece, Mean Girls, defined our generation. Like you said, mm-hmm. if the obsession, if the, if the obsession with Ariana Grande's like song, like Thank You Next has taught us anything is that the film is as popular as it was today. I had a student. She's now in grade seven last year in grade six. She just she went like, miss, miss, miss she just stopped the whole class and she was like, I need to tell you something. I was like, what is it child spit it out? And she goes, you have to watch this movie. It's called mean girls. And I looked at her as if, I mean, it was just, it was weird. It's like someone was telling me like, Oh, have you heard of like, Oh my God. Have you heard of Pakistan? Get me like this. It felt, it felt like she was, it's like borderline offensive that you would think that you that know, I wouldn't that know. She know that she owns that movie like yeah like she made a discovery like, no. exactly it's like it might be a discovery <laughs> to your generation but honey this has been something like we joke about this my friends and I still joke about that so fetch <laughs> it's fine yeah and yeah I mean it's it's just it's funny like when Loki came out earlier this year like in the summer um, it was being released on Wednesdays. My running caption every Wednesday was on Wednesdays, we wear pink and watch Loki. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, back to Mean Girls. It's a 2004 American teen comedy film directed by Mark Waters and written by Tina Fey. The film stars Lindsay Lohan and Rich- Rachel Mc- McAdams, Tim Meadows, Anna, Amy, Faye, everyone. Um, it's based in part on uh, on Rosalind Wiseman's 2002 nonfiction self-help book, which is called Queen Bees and Wannabes, which describes female high school social cliques, school bullying, and the damaging effects they can have on girls. The plot centers on naive teenager girl, teenage girl, sorry, teenager girl, teenage girl, Caddy, um, Katie, sorry, navigating her way through the social hierarchy of a modern American high school after years of her parents homeschooling her while conducting research in Africa. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's perfect. Um, what do you call it? It's funny that you said her name is uh, Caddy because um, <laughs> if you remember Janice, like she calls her that, like I am she, Janice, she, like, 110%. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like she used to call her that like throughout the movie. I think like maybe near the end when they like had their fight, like that's when she started calling her Katie. Yeah. But uh, yeah, um, that was like, a that was good. Um, you know, I never realized that Tina Fey actually wrote that movie. I thought that she was just um, like an actress in it, but like that's crazy that she wrote it. Like she like, yeah, she did a great job. She does <laughs> a great like job. Best, um, She's a very best. talented person. I mean, she was mm-hmm. she was the voice of Soul in Soul number twenty two. That was her. And right, yeah, yeah, and like yeah, pretty rock. Also, um, and was she also in Inside Out? I think she was. Uh, or maybe that was just Amy Poehler. Amy Poehler and Tina. That was Amy, yeah. Friend, by the way, yeah, they were in yeah. Sisters together. It was so cute. I love that mm-hmm. movie. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. No, Tina Fey is actually like a really like a powerhouse. Like she is really great. She is indeed. I just realized. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no, I just realized like a lot of the stuff that I've enjoyed in my life has been either written, performed or said by her she's a funny funny person how did you find mean <laughs> girls when you first watched it <laughs> so i like okay oh my god sorry there's a uh, part of my table is like falling apart so amazing one second let me just fix that okay yeah anyways um so how did i find mean girls okay so i really liked it okay when i first watched it i thought it was funny i really like you know like I enjoyed it but then like when I rewatched it and stuff there were some things that I realized uh, that you know how like we always like put like Janice as like the friendly cool funny like chilled out like you know the the hero sort of but like if you actually think about it Janice was also a mean girl like she really was like <laughs> everyone is a mean girl you know, she wasn't really a friend to uh Katie like she was she was trying to like trick her or like manipulate her just the same way as Regina George was doing you know so like that was like a really interesting thing that I realized like both her and Damien I think his name was Damien the friend yeah yeah he's too gay to function yeah (laughs) they were trying to create like somebody else yeah uh, within Katie like you know so the and then also obviously like Katie was not the hero either because she actually does become a mean girl and she becomes really like rude and stuff so I don't know who the actual hero in that movie is <laughs> like maybe Tina Fey because she does that workshop with the, the girls or something <laughs> yeah <laughs> like who would you who would you say is the hero of that um the movie Aaron's hair oh my god right <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it does. I guess Katie, because she was the one that apologized and like fixed everything. And yeah, for sure. I mean, she was, she, the thing is, everyone, she becomes the hero. She does become the hero. And then we have anti heroes and then we have dark heroes as well. But it's just, it's interesting because everyone is, I feel like everyone was a protagonist in their own way, the way you just described it. Like, if you look back at it from like, you know, a, I don't know, purely analytical point of view. It's just everyone had their own crap to deal with. Motive. I'm sorry. Yeah, their own motive, their own agenda, and their own crap to deal with. And and instead of dealing with their oh, yeah. crap, they were they were projecting through a very um evil agenda. Like even right. unknowingly, they just they were just evil to each other. Although I found it hilarious that they were using foot cream for her face cream. That that was just great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah oh my god yeah their takedown of her was like so smart and so like evil it was evil I don't I don't I feel like <laughs> but the thing is I feel like that I thing is that would lead to like psychological trauma and maybe physical but you you can't the thing is I feel like your your employers would not know about it However, like nowadays, if we have mean girls, dude, that stuff ends up on the internet and that's there forever. <laughs> mm, you, you, have, you have essentially ruined someone's career because of, you know, what you've posted online. So it's, it's interesting. Everyone's a mean girl. I feel like everyone has the potential to be a mean girl. Even like the goody two shoes, they're mean girls as well. Like, please, they look down on you mm-hmm. for like, I don't know, for not being part of like the group chat or like not 
posting as much mm. or whatever yeah no facts facts um yeah. so i um what do you call it i watched like this thing uh like somebody was doing like a deep dive on like mean girls and they said that like the reason why like um like katie falls in like all these traps and like whatever is because like for men the biggest fear that they have is like to get like to feel ashamed like you know that's like one of their like deepest concerns and for women it's like to lose connections like you know not to be able to form a, a connection or whatever so when katie like you know being like kind of isolated like you know living in africa she was homeschooled and she didn't really like you know have like social like groups or friends or anything so when she moves to this new high school she wants to be like you know part of something that's why like when um when Jan janice and damien make her like skip classes and stuff even though she knew that that was like wrong or whatever but just that like desire to have connections like she ended up like falling into janice's thing and janice kind of like used that in her like advantage and like was able to get like you know like a lackey like really feel like damien and um uh katie they were like janice's like you know like lackeys or whatever just like um Gretchen and uh the other girl Karen I think yeah uh, uh they were like uh, Regina's like like lackeys or followers or something like she was in her own terms a mean girl just like Regina was yeah so don't you notice that like they had like such parallels it's insane when you watch it again and you think about it because I would be intimidated by both like I would actually be intimidated by a Janice kind of person as well like you know somebody that makes you break the rules or makes you get revenge and stuff and then obviously I'd be intimidated by a Regina type <laughs> yeah like there was there was no safety net I I feel like I was yeah no Janice would Janice would definitely freak me out like I feel like I would I would be like you know because she would as a teenager I feel like she would come across as so cool and mm -hmm. so so done with society that I would want to be part of her gang the thing is every time I look at like Janice I think of like this this really short-lived show called Freaks and Geeks I don't know if you ever watched it oh my gosh I think this was like a show that had Seth Rogen in it right yeah yeah it was him and yeah. James Franco I've actually and, not watched no. it I watched but I just it know that it was one of his first shows <laughs> I watched it it was good there was definitely potential there but yeah like I feel like that like Janice is like a freak and a geek get me mm. and and I feel like I would want to be friends with her because she was also like she had that thing going for her but like like it's interesting that you're saying all of this someone so like everyone was like while being a mean girl they had their own agenda so so everyone was basically a narcissist right mm -hmm. right exactly yeah what is your take on narcissism narcissism oh my gosh okay <laughs> yeah narcissism okay so like a uh, narcissism like as we kind of know now that it's actually like a personality disorder it is something that should be treated even like um um but you know obviously like somebody that's having like narcissism or whatever they're not gonna think that they have a problem at all they're just gonna be like i'm awesome i'm perfect <laughs> so, yeah. yas so, queen exactly. and their friends would be like yas queen hey <laughs> <laughs> exactly but you know like it is actually like important that we should discuss it because I feel like people that are associated with somebody that has narcissism or something they get so suppressed and they feel like they have like I don't know like they lose their voice because of that because there's one person that's so overbearing and so overpowering 
that like you're not able to like you know get through to them and that's kind of sad like you know and narcissism doesn't get caught until that person themselves start having like depression or like start having like drug addiction or something because you know like when you reach this level of like you know thinking that you're so perfect that like one person telling you something like you know saying that like oh yeah you, you were wrong here or like you did something bad it really breaks them and they like end up getting like depression and all of this. And so that's how they come into the system. And like, you know, doctors actually like meet them and like help them through this. But other than that, like it goes quite like undiagnosed, like it just, you know, people just continue their lives. So yeah. Uh, okay, so let me just say uh, uh, briefly like what it is. It's like a mental condition in which people have like um, an inflated uh, sense of their own importance. It's a deep need for excessive attention and admiration. Uh, it's when you have like troubled relationships, um, when you have lack of empathy for others, and you you're basically hiding behind like a mask of extreme confidence, lies, and a fragile fragile like self is like self-esteem and ego and everything and um that you're very open and vulnerable to the slightest criticism basically um right like th th that sounds familiar to you right like that's basically what it is dude you just described me and like 99 percent of all my friends <laughs> <laughs> that is not you at all <laughs> No, but someone think about it. I feel like the societies that we grow up in, they they force us to become narcissists. Like we have to we have to fall into either. Do you get me? Either we need to become like suppressed voices that are only cheerleading um, other personalities or you have to be you need to you need to feed your own delusions of grandeur to sort of like uplift yourself and make sure that you have a certain. Um, authority like for example like the matriarchs and patriarchs of families this is what mm -hmm. happens like can you like reading this definition do you not can you not think of like 10 different people that we know who happen to be heads of certain families or like older siblings or like you know mm -hmm. the only the only child or the only son or the only daughter it's interesting right that was a um that was a very like interesting point that you raised that like in this day and age narcissism is something that we feed and we breed and we like you know put on a pedestal like we encourage yeah. it because it's um under the guise of confidence or like you know empowerment but um some of the other things that come with narcissism though like are um you know like you're belittling other people to feel better you know, this would be like a trait as well and other people to get what they want or they have like an inability to recognize other people's feelings. Like, you know, like if somebody's upset or crying or something, they just literally don't cannot empathize or um, care about it. Or maybe they're envious. Like that's another like thing that people with narcissism would have. Um, so maybe that could be a differentiating thing or um, I feel like that's like uh, bureaucratic like managers. <laughs> oh yeah yeah <laughs> like i don't care I if you if you broke your hip you are submitting this report by friday yeah it's <laughs> i feel like once you give somebody like a government job or like a um like a hr or like one of those kind of jobs they really become like really mean <laughs> like it's, it's crazy the how like powerful they think they are when they're not the ones that are providing the services like you know say like say an HR department for a hospital okay yeah or like not HR sorry I'm using the wrong term um the like the administration department for um a hospital or something right their only their only job should be you know 
giving the patient a bed or like, you know, um, allowing the patient to meet a doctor or whatever, but them being so rude and showing attitude or something is just insane because you're actually not the one giving the service. You're just a a link, but you're right. Like sometimes these kind of people, like they do become kind of narcissistic because they think that they're, they are the gatekeepers and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're the gatekeepers. Exactly. That's a really good term. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's weird. I could, I think I could say that for like, um administrations or like even teachers heads like I I feel like if I have like a a middle and high school or no actually yeah like I mean listen we went to like a very abusive high school together so like our principal I'm guessing now in hindsight she was much nicer because I've met a lot of other principals and stuff but do you feel like she would would display that her team was purely focused on like the mental and educational betterment of the students or like, or was, did she feel like a very tough manager? Um, I feel like she was, I feel like she had no idea what she was doing, to be honest. Yeah. And I would, I would say that she was quite narcissistic too, because she would like walk in with like her, Fendi or Gucci bag or something all done up like you know see this this is a good example of her belittling other people around her nobody else was allowed to look or dress like her you know because there was like a bit of a guide like a there was a uniform for the students but I'm sure the teachers had like some kind of like uniform as well because they did yeah all dressed in a certain way you know yeah. Um, no one carried any like expensive bags or jewelry or like anything just like so she really did make herself she was like a Regina George to be honest she was I feel like anyone yeah. in power becomes a Regina George like devil wears Prada and the thing is I feel like if you spend time with your manager and you see like that human side to them when when they've gone off the clock like they've clocked out of being a manager you immediately empathize like you you suddenly feel like you understand where they're coming from but again just because I understand where you're coming from doesn't excuse the way you are you know executing your ideas does that make mm-hmm. sense it's- so yeah I get it so I never got to meet uh, our principal um as a normal person like I always knew her as the principal I like never got a chance to like see yeah. her like uh her being like chilled out you were never in trouble were you like were you ever pulled into the the principal's office since we're talking about mean girls might as well you know (laughs) let's pull at the thread of like high school trauma sure were you ever pulled into her office no I I wasn't I I never went to her office oh my god I remember once I was I was in the vice principal's office with Mm -hmm. Senna with your sister (laughs) we were just like sitting over there and thinking what on earth did we do and and like we were just pulled out of class. I don't even remember what the what the thing was. I think some teacher had complained that we were being disruptive like a week ago and they decided to oh act God. on like talking to us now. <laughs> By the way, Coconut, Senna, Senna and I were not even in the same class. I don't even know. There was just random people. I feel like like she just woke up and she was like, I need to speak to all of these kids. And it's it's interesting because like there's always a window of opportunity where you could like discipline a child. But if the if the deed's been done and no one responded for like a week, do you really think the child would care when you come up like a week later going like, oh, you shouldn't do this. Uh, thanks. Realize that like two hours later, you're kind of late. I don't know. Yeah. 
yeah and exactly and I feel like in now high school we like I would forget like what happened a week ago <laughs> yeah also we oh my god listen speaking of high school we had a burn book we didn't have a burn book per se but we had a book um that my group of friends I'm ashamed to say we maintained and we would write down and the thing is it wasn't a burn book about other people we just write down the like it was like a journal but we would write down like oh look for example like I don't know, let's say like she's writing down, um, oh, I'm speaking to Isra right now. Look at her. She's like, why does she have her hair in a braid? It's so weird. And it's like mm. you're basically like writing out your tweets, which are essentially braid right. shorts. So, yeah. Right, right. <laughs> okay. Um, what do you call it? But, you know, like um, maybe like this is a reason why like you – well, I don't want to roast anyone. Or it's okay. But like why you don't see like eye to eye with th- those kind of people because I feel like a burn book or like, you know, saying anything like this and keeping these thoughts about other people is yeah. like, like it's not going to help you with your mental health at all. Like I, yeah, like it just makes you a very negative person and it makes you like a Regina George, like not being able to connect with anyone and just thinking that you're like above everyone else. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I like, I totally see why like <laughs> you don't, you don't like relate well <laughs> with uh, that group <laughs> yeah not anymore I mean they're nice mm-hmm. we got in touch recently it was it was interesting that's the thing yeah. I'm, I'm starting to get in touch with people from high school obviously like you know I, of course people from high school have like I'm not gonna say that they're still in the same position no some of them I, are I some of them are and <laughs> someone that's the thing I I met a couple of people from high school um we recently reconnected and and I was like you have not changed and that's not a good thing I mean physically fine you haven't changed yeah like okay right now if you slap on like a Manorath uniform on me I kid you not I'm gonna fit in like immediately my hairstyle has not changed my body language has not changed but um my face hasn't changed that much either in fact I got fatter I don't understand why people used to call me fat in high school. Trust me, I was thin, man. That was thin. <laughs> like now, this is fat, what I have. And I'm very happy with it. But it's so interesting that like in terms of thoughts, um, I, I met like I met a friend of mine from high school just yesterday. And, and I was talking to her and I was like, listen, what did we talk about in school? Because we would be talking nonstop during classes. Then mm-hmm. we'd go home. And we'd go on, get on MSN and talk to each other then. And after signing out from MSN, <laughs> hashtag MSN love guys, after signing out, <laughs> we would talk to each other on the phone for like an hour and a half while doing our homework. What on earth were we talking about? And she was mm-hmm. like, for the life of me, I don't even know. Because the thing yeah. is, we weren't even watching like a hundred shows to be talking about it. I mean, we were watching like, what, one or two shows. That's yeah. it. It's weird. Yeah, no, I know. I also I wonder that too. But you know, I always used to not be able to talk on the phone for that long. Like, uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you remember a girl named Ilaf. She went to Sudan yeah, I, school. Like, after, yes, yes, yeah, yes, yes. Yeah, after GCSE, like oh, she was the only person I ever spoke to for a long time. Like, I think it was like two hours on the phone, oh. and um, and but for sure, like I definitely don't remember what the conversation was. Like, uh, <laughs> it's so crazy. You're right, and also I just realized some of her coconuts, like some of her little baby coconuts, they probably don't know what Emerson is. Can you imagine? Oh my god, so we're M- so old. <laughs> we are old. Emerson <laughs> was like, how do you even describe Emerson? It was just, it's basically a chat like it yeah was just a, the the yeah. best was like, like wicked emails 
yeah it was dms and like you could have like group the best feature in msn though was like sending the the knocking um thing where like dm me like if someone's not responding to me for like 10 minutes and i want her immediate attention i would just send her like a knock uh a knock and like her screen would have like a virtual knock slam at her screen or it would be like oh some God, right. some person with like a hammer or like a kiss or like a laugh. Yeah. Do you remember that? That was funny. Yeah, Those yeah, were yeah. funny. That was really cute. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you could block people on MSN as well. I've used that feature a lot. And then you'd unblock them. And it's funny when you get pulled into like a group chat and you've already blocked the person. Then MSN would ask like, this contact has been blocked by you. Wish to unblock. <laughs> I was like, sure. <laughs> Wish to oh, unblock God. immediately. It's, it's interesting. <laughs> But yeah, yeah good, good times. Good old days. Good old good days. Times. <laughs> good mm. times. Speaking of good times, what are what do you think are the lessons that you got from Mean Girls? Um, I uh, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like I learned like uh one of the lessons that I learned like is about like just being true to who you actually are. Like you know, you know, like how Katie she wanted to be in the math league or I don't know whatever, but both of them like um Regina and Janice and all them they said that it was social suicide for her to be into in that group like you know so like so she ended up not doing it you know but then like ultimately at the end she does but like you know what I mean like she could have avoided a lot of things if she spent um, her after school at like a math league you know and um, yeah so I would say like it to uh, be true to who you are like especially like when you're in high school and where, where everybody's trying to be everybody else or like trying to be like one person you should just be yourself like honestly I know it sounds like easy to say and uh, like difficult to actually do but I think you'd have a lot of like mental peace if you did do that like if you stuck to like just actually being who you are and like actually and also another thing to like say how you feel like um you know like when uh, when Janice was upset with Regina because they had like whatever their fight and like blah blah things were said or whatever she could have like maybe had a conversation with Regina and like just talked about like you know this is what upset me and like this is why we're you know like yeah we've been enemies or something and this is why like um you know like why I hate you or something you know I don't know but like yeah just like voicing out like your feelings um instead of like keeping them like blocked up and making them a bigger monster than the than they actually were because like if you just keep it inside it just starts eating at you and it starts becoming something worse like maybe it wasn't as bad as you actually thought it was yeah and also one other point like you know when we're in like high school and stuff we're like our hormones and everything are like super like new to us and (laughs) we don't realize like we act like quite aggressively when we actually like if we take time sit down and think about it it's probably not as bad so yeah just acknowledge that like give everything time like you know just relax (laughs) yeah like you know that this too shall pass basically but yeah Mm -hmm. be yourself man it's fetch (laughs) it's fetch to be yourself honestly it is fetch we should make it happen everyone should make it happen i'd say it every now and then people tried yeah people have tried so hard to make fetch happen but But how did it not happen i don't know why it just never (laughs) happened i mean yeet happened it's yeah, so weird it's so annoying it's so annoying but yeah like I, I don't know why one of the things that I learned from um from Mean Girls was that there's no there's not just one way to be a woman 
you know like how in mm-hmm. in school we have like not even in just school like even this guy's high school never ends i'm sorry coconuts for those of you that are still in school this never ends you know like everyone wants to know who's doing what and there's always politics like you always want to one up the other by like you know the better story or the better destination or i had a birthday over here and you didn't blah. but it's just everyone has like a certain um stereotype that they want to fall into and mm-hmm. But then we're also like talking a lot, like we talk a big game about being like, you know, individuals and unique individuals at that. It's just it's difficult if you if you also try to maintain the stereotype, because I mean, think about it, you know, all those movies, man. So this I saw this I saw a TikTok on this because that's where I get all my information from now. But I saw a TikTok on this where like, you know all these movies are based off of like some quirky girl that's in the background and you know she's got a lot of talent but like no one's really asked her out or no one's acknowledged her existence yet and then suddenly the the metaphorical or literal glasses are taken off and she's a whole new human being and she's fetch (laughs) basically and everyone wants to be her friend and every every guy wants to go out with her and and all the professors all of a sudden love her it's just it's weird so why are we why is the narrative about a girl who's in the background but then everyone feels like they're in the background do you get me it's like a it's like but then if everyone's in the background who's in the front Mm. (laughs) it's it's weird because even the popular the most popular girl would like watch the movie and think oh this is me like i i too want to feel alone in a crowded room just it's interesting also Mm -hmm. the other reason other thing that i learned which was obviously which took place in the in in like the last part of the movie was apologize you're just human why are we walking around like we can never make mistakes or why are we assuming that this particular person will always make mistakes we just need to apologize because that is what makes you human and just and just Mm -hmm. learn from it and also know your worth like if i know i can't handle someone right now because i am not mentally in a place to like be manipulated or to do a certain activity that my friend wants to do just let them know it's not gonna make you any it's not gonna make you uncool and and the one thing i like about this generation in particular and i can say that because i am working with them man (laughs) most days i feel like i should just be a student again it's just it's weird but more on that later it's just I, and I know for a fact that they're they're acknowledging it and they know they have acknowledged the elephants in the room and they know mm-hmm. that you know so some some students some of their classmates have certain personalities that just will not be open to certain things and they don't humiliate them for it like they'll joke it off and the other person will also joke it off and and hopefully it'll remain there like it will not turn yeah. into an issue for either party later on but but yeah. then the other issue is like but not the other issue the other lesson is just don't judge honestly yeah. just, just don't yeah. judge who on earth yeah. are you to judge no one died and exactly, made you queen of yeah. sheba like get over yourself you know mm-hmm. even for teachers or or like even adults like i feel like we shouldn't be judging like parents particularly if they see that they've got three kids two of them are more socially comfortable one of them's kind of a luna love good in the head it's just you know embrace their uniqueness because at the end of the day when I keep saying this at the end of the day what teenagers really really not even teenagers what everyone really wants is to be accepted for who they truly are Mm -hmm. like if they agree or disagree uh, 
Yeah, sorry. I'm sorry, I was gonna say, do you uh, do you feel like the the younger generation is able to do this better, like yeah. to not uh, judge each other and like you know o- open communication more? I feel like they can do that more. I feel like. Do you think it's because of social media, like because they express themselves so much on social media that? Yeah. And then they also see like millennials, like you know, talking about what they went through, and their own solutions to it. Because like, we really like because we lived through a life like our our like a time where communication was not open and it was only one-sided yeah. generally uh even like with our parents it was very one-sided so um yeah so we like learned that it should be a two-way street and like whatever and then this is what we teach our siblings and this is what we teach like anyone else like younger than us like I always like really encourage like you know no tell me how you feel about it like okay I get it like you know we just got in a fight and we're upset like when me and my sister like talk uh in like our book club or like if we're talking if we had a fight or a problem or whatever I generally my initial instinct right away is to be like I don't want to talk about it you know like whatever leave me alone like whatever but then like something comes back to me and like I just think about it and I was like okay fine fine like what happened like you know then we'd like talk about it you know and it's it's insane but like yeah because of this like I'm I know my sister is very open um with conversation and stuff and like I guess this is how it changed I feel like the younger generation should appreciate what we went through for them to have this ability to have open conversations and no judgment (laughs) yeah I mean I I feel like that I mean my sister and I didn't have like the best relationship growing up it only got better when she got into high school but every Mm -hmm. now and then like if we get into a fight and we're saying something um and she immediately like closes off and and then says like oh you said something that hurt me I'm like, then why didn't you tell me, you little nitwit? Like, if you told me that it hurt you, I would want to talk about it more because I don't want to, I don't, to get me, I don't want to foster, I don't want to unconsciously foster an environment where everything is one-sided or like, yeah, it it needs to be a two-way street. Same thing goes for my students. Like, I remember when we were, when we were in school, um, one of our teachers, and I really, I found her hilarious, which is why I didn't mind this. She used to call me the insider because I was friends with like every other class and I knew the dirt in every single class. And I could be like, do you get me like the biggest snitch ever? I mean, yeah. I wasn't, it, I used to, I used to only snitch on people that had pissed me off. Um, but as you should, <laughs> as I should, no, that is toxic. Let's not do that. But then, um, <laughs> but like now I'll give like nicknames to some of my students. Like one of my students, I used to call him Sheldon, um, another student. And it's so weird. I call her, I feel so bad. Um, I call her like, I call her Saddam. Oh my God. <laughs> because wow, listen, that was listen. the direction I thought this was going. <laughs> Not the direction, but then we joke about it, and and I and I joke about it because I'm just like you know I'm only jokingly saying this because you one day are gonna get me fired. Like you keep breaking the rules, and it's always in my class, and I end up getting like you know I'm the chicken that has to get sacrificed. And she laughs right. about it, and I asked her like you know if it's okay. Like that's the thing. Like I'll give them a nickname, and I'll ask them if it's okay. Because I feel like our teachers didn't do that. <laughs> no, weird. yeah, no way, dude. Yeah, it's it's um, weird. Um, but yeah, I feel like I you, feel like yeah, we need uh, open communication with like everyone, even with like other teachers and stuff, like other adults and other colleagues and peers and and cousins. Just just acknowledge that they have like a yeah. different personality. Just agree to disagree, but don't hate on each other for it. Yeah. Like. I'm not going to hate like, on you because respect. you don't like dogs. 
like, you yeah, don't like respect- dog someone <laughs> oh god yeah i don't actually <laughs> respect each other's um boundaries i like i feel yeah. like courtney kardashian says it the best that she has boundaries <laughs> <laughs> she says it so much but anyways yeah we should respect each other's boundaries wow this podcast like, you know? is everywhere we just refer to the kardashians as like wisdom <laughs> and i joked about <laughs> but yep, it's really everywhere it is everywhere what would you say is your um what was your favorite part of the movie like what did you um what was your favorite scene i guess or favorite part <laughs> When Mrs. George introduces herself, she's like, I'm not a regular mom. I'm a cool mom. Mm. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's going to be me. Like growing <laughs> up, that was, oh my God, growing up, Freaky Friday was like my anthem. I used to think I was like Anna's mom. Get me? Like mm. that's what I wanted to be. And that's why I got into psychology in the first place. Just putting it out there. It was no because way. she was a therapist. Yeah, you didn't know the story. It was so funny. And then later on, I came up with like a logical reasoning as to why I got into psychology. But <laughs> you yeah. made up a reason just so i made up a reason because uh, people uh, judge you and i was like yeah people would like ask me and i'd tell them like oh because of freaky friday and they just look at me weird like you based your entire life decision <laughs> off of a movie so yeah even now yeah, like if i, I see someone called like anna it. or hannah i'm just like ooh, hannah banana anna banana but yeah oh that's really funny <laughs> what okay. was your favorite scene um hmm honestly i think it was the workshop part like you know when they were when she had uh, you know that girl that comes with the whole like i like rainbows and I like and then she's and then uh, tina fagel's like do you even go here and she's like no <laughs> no <laughs> no david goes like yeah. she doesn't even go here <laughs> yeah oh yeah so, oh yeah somebody else says uh, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah i think i like that part <laughs> nice that is kind of like the idea of the workshop like where they were like saying exactly how they felt yeah and um oh my god and another part you know what tina fagel's like oh has anyone else felt uh personally victimized by regina george and everyone raises their hands including the principal principal. like the teacher (laughs) 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 yeah i get that (laughs) i get it that's like one of my favorite parts I had a student once and she's like miss I feel so bullied by like this girl and I was like man me too <laughs> she's like but you you can do something I was like I can't what am I gonna do kill her I can't do this so yeah oh my god yeah <laughs> that was a very funny so scene crazy. he was funny yeah. he he did a really good job and the, yeah, the way he did he, a really good job it was it was so funny the burn book was hilarious what Regina did at the end was funny it's just Everything was really interesting. Mean Girls 2 was a disaster. I wouldn't recommend anyone to watch it. it was, oh, yeah. It was, it was a disaster. Yeah. You know, the thing with this Mean Girls, uh, they didn't, like, yeah, they used cliches and stuff, but it wasn't, like, overdrive of cliches. Like, yeah. Like, everyone was a normal person. Like, you could see, like, Regina George, like, her parent, her mom was, uh, you know, a cool mom. Like, you could tell that she was not a... <laughs> good parent like you know what i mean she like was, she, was uh, she gifted her daughter with a plastic surgery when she turned like 16 or something or yeah you know, there was some, yeah so like um you could tell that she had like problems with their family life and same with like janice she had like problems with her family life and then like even like she had like a confused her sexuality was a bit confusing for her like she had like issues like you know so yeah. they showed all these characters having like actual issues as well they were they weren't just following some kind of clique or yeah. some kind of like high school like tri- norm tradition type thing yeah. so i think that made this movie like really authentic and like 
like you don't get cringed by it but the other mean girl movies you literally cringe by them because yeah. they're like so like they're so on the nose like you know oh you know you have to be a certain way like i don't know like it's just too fake <laughs> yeah i know what you mean i feel like um one of the high school based shows that i liked was Ginny and georgia which one? Oh, yeah yeah and like and don't get me wrong um Ginny was annoying okay she was yeah but then that's just it what i liked was she was being a proper teenager you want to kill some of the teenagers man because like they're they're thinking in terms they're taking everything on face value and they'll only mm-hmm. think in terms of like they'll only think deeply or like give depth to a certain topic that interests them like it's not gonna mm-hmm. be like oh let me introspect on everything that just happened during the day it was so I really liked that show. But what I liked was that her group of friends, um, while they were popular girls or even like the geeks well-known in school, they all had like certain issues. One of them had a lot of, had psychological issues because her parents were waking up and mm-hmm. um, and she had like an eating disorder that went, you know, unnoticed by all of her friends. Right. And, and I would right. be like screaming at the show. But then I realized that this is an actual depiction of what happens. Like, you know, you have friends who are going through stuff and you just, you never know what's going on. So, right. yeah. Yeah. But I really liked oh, Mean Girls. Mean yeah. Girls was a really, Me really too. good, authentic movie. I could always watch yeah. Mean Girls. Me too. I can always watch it. Um, what do you call it? Have you ever um, dealt with like a narcissistic personality? Like yeah. somebody that... Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. Because I was just thinking right now, like while I was talking about it, there was actually a, what do you call it, a boy in my university and he 100% had narcissism. Like I remember like there was a time when he literally thought that every girl was in love with him. He he used to tell us that he was dating this girl who had moved to another like uh, campus uh, okay. of the same school, but like another campus. Yeah. Uh, and he was just like, oh, yeah, you know, like we're dating or whatever. And then that girl messaged me saying um, she's like, oh, like, um, like, you know, there's like a weird rumor spreading about me in this campus, like what's happening or whatever, you know. And I was like, oh, yeah, like because this guy is saying that, you know, you guys are dating and like blah, blah, blah. And she's yeah. like, oh, my God, this girl's like, no, we're not like I'm she was like about to get engaged to someone else okay yeah and she's like why the <gasps> heck is this person saying that and then uh and then so like I um I uh, told like one of my friends and then like you know we were like clearing up that rumor like if I ever heard anyone say I'm like oh that's not true or whatever then that guy like that started the rumor started spreading a rumor about me saying that I was in love with him <gasps> and that's why I was like you know trying to like break it off this relationship <laughs> oh that was God. happening and and he like said this to like one of my friends okay and like that girl like literally like just like laughed she was like that's just complete bs it's 100% (laughs) untrue and then like yeah and then like he actually got really upset and angry by all of this and like I remember like he sent me like so many messages on instagram and there were mean messages like oh that like that I was a b-word and that I was like ruining like real love and like I don't know what (laughs) and that like I was obsessed with him and I'm just like whoa this is actually crazy but yeah so like that was like a really good um example of narcissism and then I remember because then like we barely spoke during college like at all like university but then like when I went back to do my house job he was finishing his house job so um 
he like uh you know like I sat with him once and he like told it like we were talking about like he was asking me like if I had any plans for marriage and stuff right yeah. and I was like no like you know I'm not I really don't think about it like this I, like whenever like Allah's plan is for me I'll get married then like I mean I'm, right. I don't plan for it like you know and then he was like okay and then I was like oh what about you like what is your you know like um ideal like wife like whatever and he was like oh like um if like he was uh, I was I asked if he wanted to marry a doctor or a non-doctor right and he was like if she's a non-doctor then uh, and like she stays at home and she doesn't work or whatever then I would like yeah then she would have to do like everything in the house and stuff and I was like oh yeah but like what if she needed help and stuff and he goes like oh no like if she's not working or whatever then she has to do everything and like she shouldn't have any help and like blah blah and I was like what the hell like just the way he was talking it was just like super like it sounded so rude like I I don't know if I'm giving it justice but at that moment I was like sweating I was like this is so mean like he sounds like I'm scared for whoever marries him yeah <laughs> but yeah yeah but, no like, yeah, I he was very narcissistic and it, like that guy like 100% I can say was narcissistic um yeah I don't know if I discussed what the treatment for it was but anyways it's psychotherapy like you need to <laughs> you need to go for counseling you need to see a morale or you need to see a like a you know a psychiatrist even oh or a, or a summon essentially inshallah <laughs> or a summon yeah, yeah. <laughs> inshallah yeah yeah, no, yeah um... you need to see both of us one day if you ask <laughs> what fun <laughs> we should do this <laughs> but yeah no I I don't know like in my I I have definitely come across uh narcissistic personalities I'd say one of one of our friends from high school was definitely one mm-hmm. um I'd say like in university this person was narcissistic but then after I studied personality disorders I realized that she had a history histrionic personality disorder which falls under narcissism mm. um oh yeah but it was it was interesting because like the reason why we kind of stopped being friends was because we we got tired of herself like every other day it was something or the other and and I feel like I'm not at liberty to discuss the the things that she would tell me but I was it was definite it was mentally affecting my life like it was mm-hmm. so weird but yeah like even at I've I've bumped into like now bumped into I have worked with narcissist narcissistic people I had someone who was narcissistic and was convinced that I was out to get her job which made no sense because we were both working the same job um <laughs> yeah it's 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 weird but yeah. they're, they're scary personalities because the thing is you don't even realize that what was happening in the work environment until they're like actually like properly cut out or like removed from the premises it's only then when you realize Oh, even the energy in the air was different because of this right, person. Yeah. So and honestly, I feel like um people around like our age, they they tolerate a lot more. Like I feel like we deal with so much negative behavior and we don't like call it out yeah. until after it's like over and then you're like, oh my God, I did not deserve to go through this. <laughs> but yeah no I mean that's just it this is just how we were raised man this is how our generation like a younger person is just gonna go on twitter and get that person canceled and they'll be gone the next day like I am so so I am so like I'm impressed but also terrified of cancel culture that's true yeah anything you say It's just, you can get canceled. Anything you... Okay, but Morale, we're not famous enough or like nobody cares about us enough. So it's fine. I don't think we... Oh my God. Dude, 
I okay, I have to say this in class every single time I start opening my mouth because I am also a person who is not into traditional teaching nor learning. So mm-hmm. every single time I'm about to teach a class and and I just tell the girls, I'm like, guys, if I say something, don't snitch on me. Because one of my one of my students last year was genuinely concerned. She goes like the things we discuss in your class are so funny, but they're so uh, but this is stuff, like they need an outlet to discuss these things. Luckily, they're going to get more outlets this year to, to discuss them. But like we discuss stuff like, you know, um, human rights and human right violations yeah. that are happening everywhere else. We wanted to discuss the concentration camps and and I would just be like, oh, my God, I can't upload this. Yeah, <laughs> it's just, it was weird. Yeah. But, yeah. but it's good that you allow your kids, uh, your students to ask you all these kind of questions that like yeah. maybe their parents uh, don't answer them when they ask or like, you yeah. know, like they don't get like proper information. And also the Internet can be very like um biased like they would it was find, biased like, and leading like you it could be misleading get me you could have like misinformation yeah. and not mm-hmm. really know what happened and it's just it's interesting it's interesting humans yeah. are interesting the more the more i'm growing up the more i'm realizing i should really get back into psychology and do my master's in it yeah i really want you to do your master's in it it would be nice i mean i want you to do whatever makes you happy but it would be nice <laughs> I want to make you happy. That makes me happy. So <laughs> Spoken like a true millennial. Spoken like a true sub- submissive idiot. But yeah, yeah. that's true millennial. True millennial. I want to do whatever makes my parents happy. <laughs> I had a person come up to me. She she said that she goes like, you know, I because you know we we're looking for free thinkers and stuff. And this person actually came up to me. She goes like, for the long up until the age of I think. I, I think she said up until the age of 20 or something, she said every single time someone asked me like what I wanted to study at university, where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, she'd say, oh, wherever mama says, wherever Baba says. And she's like, and I realized how stupid that was. And I was like, that is very stupid. I stopped saying that when I was 15. <laughs> so you're, you're a little late. Oh, and, really? Uh, I stopped saying that when I was uh, 30. <laughs> I mean in certain things honestly in certain things now I'm starting to say stuff no, no, I'm, I'm, just I'm like, joking oh. like it's- someone know it's okay but, uh- it's fine no like even even today like there, there are certain things where I was like I I don't accept this I'm not gonna do it this is not part of my you know crop so yeah it's it's interesting humans mm-hmm. are interesting so yeah guys the, to to conclude our rant be yourself <laughs> it's fetch oh yeah make exactly. it happen <laughs> yeah <laughs> make it happen be fetch be fetch <laughs> so, yeah someone mm-hmm. before we end what are you drinking Ooh, i'm drinking really nice tea which my it's a british um, tea um, so, yeah <laughs> but actually this is like dude pati though like so it Ooh, tastes really good <laughs> dude pati in the colonizer land <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah that's right we keep it real we keep it real slay queen i'm kidding oh my god that was i wonder how many people cringed at that um <laughs> well i'm drinking iced coffee <laughs> uh, i'm sorry Viral. so Viral, what are you drinking <laughs> i don't need you to give me validation i will speak for myself slightly <laughs> passive aggressive i was literally about to say it <laughs> okay so what are you drinking i was just kidding that's the thing just to just to break silence i can't stay quiet what am i drinking i'm drinking iced coffee man iced coffee is good yeah yeah Mm. iced coffee is really good i haven't gone to like a i haven't gone to a coffee shop in a while 
Oh my god, I had coffee the other day and it was like I felt like I was drinking like drain water. It felt really it was really bad. It was really bad. The fact that really? like yeah, it Where was Where did you go? I went to I went to this place called Nosh in Jeddah. It's supposed to be nice, but yeah. Um yeah, I the the coffee was terrible. I mean, some place, do you know some some places like here's the thing. If you're known for a certain thing, stick to it. Don't do anything. Yeah. Like I yeah, I don't yeah. want McDonald's to start making, you know, like traditional Indian food. Just don't do it. That's right, not your right. niche. Just, just don't. Oh my god, uh, Mural, speaking of traditional food, I cooked dal yesterday. <laughs> it was the first time I cooked. <laughs> oh my god, amazing. I yeah. like that. What kind of dal was it? Um it was khatti dal and I had my mom on video call the whole time I was making it. And um, like I would like literally show her the spoon and I would be like, yeah, like should I put this much and put this much? But like yeah, I was really proud of myself and I also ate it and it was like pretty yummy. So that's so nice. I, I had dolls like today. Now. <laughs> that's how it starts. I remember babysitting my cousin once and uh and I texted my friend. I was like, Oh, you know, we watched a show. And I made cookies with her and now she's asleep next to me. I think I can be a good mom. Like I'm ready to have kids now. <laughs> and he's like pretty sure there's more to it. <laughs> Just, right. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Showing yeah, him I know, a show. Making dal is probably the easiest thing. I'm pretty <laughs> sure like if I decided to make like biryani or something, it would be a tough road. Oh man, I made biryani once. It was a disaster. But yeah. Yeah. That yeah, makes... I didn't have to touch like chicken and stuff. Like I only made you know the lentils so oh, okay yeah true true <laughs> yeah that being said on that note dear coconuts we bid you goodbye <laughs> <laughs> wow that was very british of you all right bye <laughs> bye coconuts i wish they could see my salute bye <laughs> yeah bye bye